Good morning. Good morning or afternoon or evening for those who might be listening to us on the podcast or watching us at a later time. But welcome to Sacred Space Sunday. I am Minister Naomi Jewell and joined by my husband, Mark Christmas. And we are excited to be here this Sunday, Sunday, Sunday of Holy Season. Yes, yes. December 11th, 14 days until uh, what they call Christmas. <laughs> For those who celebrate it. Yes, that is correct. Well, you know, um, today's topic is what are you celebrating, right? So, like, Speaking of celebrating, right. <laughs> right. What, what are you celebrating? And so uh, for those of you who may be joining us for the first time, listening for the first time, uh, at this program, we will have a conversation. Um, this is Sacred Space Sunday, our bi-weekly shared space for spiritual growth and learning, where we draw from sages of the past <clears throat> and present inspired texts, ancient wisdom teachings, and ethical principles, all that light the path to individual and collective insight, application, and spiritual enlightenment. So today um, we will have a conversation about what are we celebrating? What are you celebrating? We will offer an affirmation that we hope will uh, provide you support and inspiration. Uh, we will take a moment uh, for contemplative practice, which we call our posture of presence, which draws on the ancient uh, Hindu and Buddhist traditions of meditation. And then we will get into a conversation specifically, our, our, our wisdom talk for today, which is what are you celebrating? And close um, with a prayer of sending you into uh, the day and days to come. A contemplative, what do you call it? Contemplative what? Contemplative practice. Contemplative, contemplative. Good. <clears throat> Using those big LSAT words on us. <laughs> Meditation, prayer, chanting, all of these, just sitting, they're all contemplative practices, practices that give you an opportunity to contemplate through non-thought or direct communion and conversation. Um, with that, you draw wisdom and source from. Mm. Beautiful. Contemplative practices. Contemplative. Okay. You just, just rolled off your tongue so smooth, contemplative. <laughs> as it just did on yours as well, as it did yeah. on yours as well. So, Mark, do you want to go over a couple of announcements before we uh, get into our affirmation? Well, um, you know, I think the big news, well, one of the big news this week were two things. Uh, uh, congratulations to Senator Warnock in Georgia. Whoop, whoop. Uh, I, know we, I don't know if we're supposed to be um, endorsing Canada or not, but I, I certainly you actually do know. You actually do know. <laughs> you actually do know. I mean, you can just congratulate winners. You don't have to call it an endorsement. Certainly yeah. not speaking in a capacity, or you might make it clear that you're not speaking as a representative of the NIA Center. That might be helpful. Yeah. That's my individual thing. I'm I'm, I'm happy uh, for Georgia, man. Even though uh, Stacey Kemp, I mean Stacey Abrams didn't get get the job done. Kemp. Uh, Kemp 
pretty much be there by a landslide. But um, so that, and then Brittany Griner was released from prison in Russia this week. So that was that's all over the news. I know there was uh, uh, some discussion because there's another prisoner they have who was arrested for espionage. Waylon, I think, he was an ex-Marine. Um, yes. And they didn't release him. So I don't know what's going on with our diplomatic relationships, but with, obviously with Russia, um, maybe they felt pressure because all of the press they were getting uh, around holding Britney, I'm not sure. But they let out a, a pretty, according to the news, a pretty bad guy, what they call a butcher. Uh, he was an arms dealer. Um, in exchange for Brittany, so Brittany, glad you're back, and uh, hopefully that you know your your experience will serve as a light to support others in making better choices as they travel abroad, especially the places that aren't friendly to to the U.S. And so, um, um, uh, I you know there was a I got a phone call yesterday from a buddy. He's a, a works in the school system down in Florida, and he said the kid had. You got a call saying, hey, I need you to come to the school because the kid just committed suicide. He said, jumped oh, wow. out the second floor, jumped out the second floor window. And he said, What? I didn't get out the window. What room was it? He said, Well, you know, because the windows are open in the room. She said, Well, he ran full speed down the hall and jumped through the, the tornado proof window, the hurricane proof mm. window um, mm. on the second floor. And so, you know, they were you know, doing CPR, trying to revive for like eight minutes, and he, he wouldn't come back. And, um, uh, he said, I think he had maybe had, had allegedly had maybe had, I guess one of the things the kids are doing now is putting PCP in these candy bars. Mm. Uh, so he had one of those bars and had them just, you know, out of his mind. So he flew. But when he got to the hospital, and they said he was brain dead, right? He said he was brain dead. His brain wasn't functioning. So he got to the hospital about an hour later. His parents had prayed for him and a uh, very religious uh, family. And he knew his name. He knew he knew his mom's name. He didn't remember what happened, how he got there, but he did after, and he was up walking. And so, wow. uh, right? <laughs> uh, wow. And so, he asked me to share that story uh, with the audience and just about talk about people. a Christmas miracle. Yeah, yeah. What are you celebrating? And a call for prayer for these young people in terms of what you know they're being presented with and having to, to navigate in, in terms of the, the all of the things that are coming at them. Yeah, these vapes, accordingly, they, they take these vapes and they put all sorts of stuff in these vapes and they can order them online from like China for free or whatever. Uh, not for free, but you know, without um, uh, any inspection. Uh, and so they're vaping all sorts of stuff. And so, you know, if you got kids, teenage kids, you know, be careful with these vapes. It has them to, you know, be mindful of whatever they got going on because uh, it can be a bad situation, right? <clears throat> it can be a bad situation. So we're glad the, the young man is is uh, seemingly back or right, back in some sense, uh, right. and he's back in the in the in the span of the living because um, he was dead <laughs> by, all, by all accounts. Right? Um, so um, birthdays, I don't know. I know December we celebrate a couple of birthdays in my classroom this week. Uh, I had a kid today. His birthday is Monday, I, and on Friday I brought in some like donut holes. And so he came up to me, and I usually on their birthday have him stand up and I sing every birthday. So he came up to me at the end of the class and said, Can you please not do that to me Monday? I don't want you. And I don't know. I felt some kind of way about it. I, was, I, said, I don't know. I said, I'll think about it. He's like, I really don't want you to do that. I don't like to draw a lot of attention to it. So I don't know. Maybe I'll honor his birthday request. Um, I, I, I'll think about it. I'll see what happens tomorrow morning when I get to class. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I will offer 
uh, this perspective. One of the things we talk about in um, the diversity and inclusion uh, seminars that I offer is uh, inclusion looks a lot of different ways. And one of the ways inclusion and exclusion and even microaggressions can look a lot of different ways. And one of the ways that a microaggression can occur is actually by recognizing and honoring people. Are you listening, Mark? This is yeah. for you. Yeah. So yes. I might say, how does a microaggression occur if you're recognizing and honoring people? That when people sometimes who are introverts or really people who really it it, it makes them feel very uncomfortable to be recognized and you do that without speaking to them first or if they ask you not to and you do it anyway that hurts them that's in the same way that a microaggression that people would consider an attack right because what are microaggressions they're called micro for a reason is that these are the little things that we do and that we say that make others feel very uncomfortable or hurt them or offend them. And so what inclusion looks like is sometimes being thoughtful about recognition in the same way that you're thoughtful about non-recognition. So it may be your preference and you may think this kid really deserves this and he should have it. And maybe you can get away with that with a family member, right? <laughs> but I will offer to all listening in a work setting that when people ask you not to, that you respect their agency and their request, even if you don't agree with it, that you acknowledge that this is where they are and that that's what, what, what inclusion and, and hearing me, we just watched uh, the first Avatar again in, in anticipation of the new one, which I'm looking forward to seeing, um, that you see them, that you really see them. And even though you may not agree with their stance, um, but that you will respect and appreciate it. And, and that's, that, that, that is inclusion. Okay. I'll take that to note. I'll let them know that you spoke to me and told me I was being microaggressive. <laughs> uh, we won't say happy birthday. <laughs> I will announce it though. I won't make them stand up and sing. Right, right, and, and right, and that might it might be what it looks like, you know. Okay, uh, we don't sing, but can I at least just let people know? I just want to recognize you and wish you happy birthday. And it might say fine, and you could yeah. say, hey, you know, I'm singing to you in my heart, right? You know, there are <laughs> other ways that you can accomplish your goal where there's a both and looking for the both and. Right. This, this is the key to life, folks. <laughs> Looking for the both and the both and right now, the, the key to life, right? The key to life, uh, yes, yes, and yes, um, and <laughs> Jill, no Jack. Hey, Jilly, hey, good to see you, buddy. Good morning, Keisha Dean. Good to see you. You're taking donut home. I know <laughs> I had to get up extra early just to get to the Dunkin' Donuts so I could get to work on time. So, uh, but I, I've only done it for this month, I don't know. Uh, and I haven't done it in my other classes at my other schools. I don't know. Uh, I guess I got to spread the love, but they won't last the fifth period. <laughs> they, I got 50 of them, only have two periods, and they were all gone. You have, you're gonna have, you have to make a stop, you have to go once before the first school and, and then go again um, on your way to the second school. <laughs> so become a, a, a frequent customer, get you one of those little frequent customer cards. <laughs> 
Man, donut holes are not cheap either. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> um, no. I like that they got a new one, a blueberry donut. It's like a like a crack, like a happy like, birthday, Keisha Dean. Right. So a, you had a birthday a this month. So oh, yeah. 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 Happy, happy birthday. birthday. Mm -hmm. And thank mm -hmm. you for joining us. And uh our other friend Bertico Quintero has a birthday this more oh this month. Nikki yes, Bravo has a birthday this month. Yes, Erica Fleming Strong Strong has a birthday this month. So we've got a lot of December babies that are part of the Sacred Space Sunday family having birthdays this month. And anyone we've forgotten, we say happy birthday to you and certainly send us a note so we can shout you out and say happy birthday if we have forgotten you. Um, right. Wishes. Right. Speaking of, uh, if you are interested in being on Sacred Space on, on in the in the studio with us here on screen or on the uh, microphone, so that folks can hear you, just please send us an email. Right. Contact us at the Nia Center at gmail dot com. Nia Center N I Y A H C E N T E R at gmail dot com. Uh, we can. We'd love to have you and, and include you. You know we. We do have guest speakers from time to time or just even guest, guest visitors in the studio. And so uh, we're, you're welcome here uh, to share your perspective and your uh, wisdom and, and insight and opinions as well, uh, as all opinions are valued here on Sacred Space Sunday. Uh, or if you're interested in a sponsorship, as you can see, if you're looking at the screen, you can see up on the screen, we have we have a banner rolling across the bottom. We have a little Neosin banner here at the top of the screen. Um, that could be your brand for your company, or you have an event. Contact us as well as the Nia Center Gmail. We could talk about a sponsorship package that works for you and your target audience. Um, love donations. Like we believe that you, uh, tithe where you are spiritually fed. Tithe where you are spiritually fed. And uh, for those that are getting some spiritual feeding from this show, we ask that you support us, right? And you can zell to neacenter at gmail.com or you can cash app at dollar sign neacenter. Uh, either of those two places, we can accept uh, your love donations and support of continuing to support the vision. Um, next Sacred Space Sunday. Are we all the way out to February, babe? Is that right? Yeah, we are out to February because we are offering ourselves what um, we also suggest that you do in your life, a, a moment to recalibrate, uh, to recharge and reset. And um, for those of you who have been part of the Sacred Space family, the NIA Center family for a while, you know, 2021, 2022, um, was a year for the Christmases. 2021, 2022 was a year for the Christmases, right? And Christmas is um, like the season or the Christmas? Us. Mark and Naomi. Are you calling yourself a Christmas? Look at you on national uh, television. You know, I too. say it and, and you don't appreciate it. I, don't I do appreciate it. it. I just acknowledged it. it. You know, sister can't win, folks. Sister can't win. I was anyway. acknowledging it. I was acknowledging it. So, um, and, and thanks be to source, um, you know, as, as we knew we would, we have come through thriving and we're just going to take a moment of pause, like I said, to recalibrate, reset, recharge, and give ourselves a moment. Um, you will be able to continue to, um, experience Nia Center and Sacred Space Sunday as you know, it's available via, via YouTube anytime. The uh, podcasts are available. 
And who knows, we may pop up, but we will not officially be back until February 5th, February 5th, um, because we are taking a pause um, to recharge, recalibrate, restore, and come into 2023, um, the best year yet, 2023, my best year yet. Yeah, and the podcast okay. is Nia Center, Engage, Educate, and Empower. Nia Center, a colon. Engage, Engage, Educate, and Empower. Right. You can find it anywhere you podcast, anywhere you podcast. And we will um, continue to use our social media media vehicles during this time to remind you of our broadcast. Um, so, yes, we will we'll see you now and see you in February. Inshallah. <laughs> Inshallah. Ooh, uh, I can't believe it's already 2023. 2022 happened so fast, I guess I was. Uh, at the beginning of the year, I was recovering from the stroke I had in the end of 2021. Uh, and it just seemed like it just put on rocket blasters this year. Uh, <laughs> so we're, we're a year away from that. Uh, February was when I actually went back to work, started going back to work part-time last year. So uh, I'll be taking some classes to finish up my certification as well in 2023 in the spring and uh, early spring, late spring. Uh, so your thoughts and prayers are appreciated uh, and received. <laughs> no. um, you want to take us into our contemplative, contemplative, <laughs> contemplative, contemplative, woo, one more time, contemplative practice. Yeah, you got it. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so find a comfortable space for your body. Whether that's sitting laying down, if you're driving, feel your fingers on the steering wheel. Notice your feet on the pedals. If you're walking, feel the air on your skin. Note the sounds of my voice. Feel the beats of your heart. Just wherever you are, get present to your surroundings. Look around if it works for you. And then slowly relax. Raise your shoulders, pull them back, let them fall. Notice your breath. No need to regulate it. Just notice it. Notice it. Are you breathing a short breath? 
are you breathing a long breath? Just take a moment to notice the in and out breath. Feeling the air at the tip of your nose. In and out. Or maybe see with your third eye. Your inner vision. The rise. The fall of the bell. Taking not a single breath for granted. It is a blessing to be able to breathe. If you can close your mouth and breathe through your nose, that is a blessing. Take a deep breath. It is a blessing. Breathing is life. It is a blessing. Give thanks for each and every blessed breath. As we notice our breath, we are connected to the force that breathes us, to the force that gives us life, to the force that gives us breath. We say thank you. Breathe and say thank you. Breathe and say thank you. Breathe and say thank you. We give thanks for this time, this sacred time together, this sacred, endless, infinite time whenever it is met. We give thanks for being the open channel for divine wisdom. May we be channels for the love, the light, 
the joy of source. May we be inspired and be inspirational. Love and loved. Knowing all is perfectly unfolding as we open ourselves and allow. Allow. We breathe and say thank you. Amen. Ashe. Namaste. And so it is. that <laughs> and very very personal for us as we have not been taking breathing for granted in this household with some uh congestion situations that we are emerging from um, knowing that um, in many people who are experiencing colds or covid or flus and allergies and sinus fit that and the other, that during this time, um, take, taking a clear and free breath, um, you get to understand how much of a blessing that often we take for granted. Yeah, that flu is knocking a lot of people in their butts too, boy, all over the country. Yeah, I know I've had a lot of kids that have been out uh, with the flu over the last couple of months, really. Started, I feel like it started back in October. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. All right, so you've got the affirmation for us for today. Yes. Okay, repeat after me then. I was I thought you were gonna read it, but I got it. Um, so the affirmation says, uh, I'll say it, you repeat after me. Take if you have a phone, take a picture of it, you could you could be with it for the next couple of weeks until the next Sacred Space Sunday. Um, if not, you can write it down, whichever is easiest for you. Uh, I celebrate Christ consciousness, my awareness of my oneness with God within. This holy season, I stay grounded in the presence of God and radiate love through my intentions, words, and actions. Let's do that one more time. I celebrate Christ consciousness, my awareness of my oneness with God within. This holy season, I stay grounded in the presence of God and radiate love through my intentions, words, and actions. Powerful. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. 
Hey, you know, uh, as I was reading, I was thinking about this holy season and what are the some of the different names that they give. So, you know, we, Christians celebrate Christmas. Uh, the Jewish community man celebrate Hanukkah. Uh, and a lot of the uh, blacks or African Americans, it depends on how you what, what you what category you fall in, celebrate uh, Kwanzaa. Uh, are there any other that you're aware of? Yes, and I'm going to get to it in just a minute. Oh, okay. Is that part of your talk? <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, powerful. So, you want to do the reading? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. All right. The initiation, the spirituality of the earth is an invitation to initiation. You want to let us know what you're reading and who you're reading and give some credit? Well, I was going to tell it after I finished reading that quote. Right. Okay. Uh, I think sometimes it's helpful for people to have some context of what it is they're listening to. All right, so this is uh, two parts. The overall, the overall reading is written by Reverend Celeste Frazier, a friend of the, of the broadcast, and the Elmu's uh, spiritual counselor. At uh, one point in life, uh, she out of Chicago. Is she still in Chicago? No, she's out in California. I'm gonna okay. put her her website in the chat so people can learn more. Right. So she wrote the overall, but this first part is a quote from a gentleman named David Spangler. Uh, so the initiation, the spirituality of the earth is an invitation to initiation, to the death of what we have been and the birth of something new, David Spangler. All right, now the rest of this is from Reverend Celeste Frazier. Advent has been established as a time of expected waiting and preparation for Christ. What is Christ but a representation of the divine ideal? As we prepare for the season of celebrating the Christ, we can be initiated into our own Christhood. For each one of us has within us the Christ. Now, I spent many years focused on the giving of physical gifts to celebrate Christmas, while my cosmic self received too little of my attention. My expression of love through charity, parties or gifting family and friends and sending Christmas cards were all noble efforts. However, allowing the Christ to be birthed in me requires more focus. The focus I am choosing this year is on my spiritual identity. Were I to honor myself in the fashion that the wise ones for the East honor Jesus, what would I do? Would I use my intuition more? Would I look to the light to see the guidance like they did. As a child of God, I have everything my creator has. As a child of God, I have everything my creator has. I will bring my attention to the riches of spirit, love, beauty, peace, wisdom, creativity, compassion, joy, and freedom. I will let myself appreciate my inner beauty. I will cultivate my peace. I will contemplate the lessons learned this year and consider how I may apply them to my life going forward with this wisdom. I will express creatively through my writing, speaking, prayers, and spiritual guidance. I will give care to my fellow humans and other emanations of the divine. 
I will listen for the angels' songs, whether through words, harmony, or melody. And I will celebrate the eternity of my soul. I want to honor myself as a spiritual being rather than as a physical being. I would like to give birth to her, the cosmic I am, as more of a significant gift to this world. And her affirmation is, I am the Christ, child of the living God. I offer my highest self in homage to my creator. Written by Reverend Celeste A. Frazier. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you, Reverend Celeste. And you can find uh, this full body of work by following Reverend Celeste on uh, Facebook. And uh, Mark, if you can come back on for a second. Um, by following her on Facebook, you can find this, this full post. Um, and I, I just really was um, taken by it. And, and it came at a time as a confirmation of the talk that I was thinking of for this week. And I really uh, was inspired by not only, you know, uh, her share, but also the opportunity to start to engage and think about who you are now and who you're looking to be in the new year before the new year comes. Mm. You don't have to wait till January 1 to start to contemplate what 2023 is going to look like and who you want to be and how, how you will relate to it. I think that this holy season is actually the best time in this time of giving and receiving, coming off of Thanksgiving and giving thanks and moving into this season of appreciation by reflecting on all that has been this year what it is this season represents and what it is you're going to bring to the new year. So that by the time January one gets here, you're already living it. You're clear. You literally step into the new year clear, as opposed to bringing into the new year that which was and possibly not working and then seeking the clarity thereafter. So um, that is one of my takeaways from this reading. I just am curious, um, any takeaways for you as, as you read this and as you share it? Um, well, I think the, her affirmation at the end, she said, well, she's the Christ child of the living God. So we're talking about the Christ within us. Um, and I know uh, hearing that, you know, depending on what your background is, that could be, can seem conflicting as if you're saying you're Christ well um, uh, I don't think she meant that it's blasphemy uh, I think you know maybe an explanation of what they mean by the Christ that might be helpful for those who aren't familiar with that phrase Naomi well Christ is a title first of all so if you are conflating Christ with Jesus then you need to understand that Christ is not Jesus's last name so it's not Jesus H. Christ. People say Jesus H. Christ. Right. Right. It's not a last name. Right. It's a title, like Reverend or Minister. So that's an important thing to understand about theology. And certainly, um, you know, depending on your on your upbringing in Christianity and what you are taught, um, yes, some some believers in Christianity um, distinguish between. God and Jesus and humans as distinct, non-conflatable entities. And that is what some Christians believe. And so then for them, you know, they may change the language of this affirmation, right? 
Um, however, not all Christians read the scripture that way. It's, it's, it's an interpretation, right? It's not an absolute truth, right? And again, we talk about how this Trinity came about, that there was a meeting of human beings, men, who sat down and came up with what would be the interpretation of the Trinity, God as Father, Son, Holy Ghost. That didn't come out of nowhere, right? It was a meeting of individuals who sat down, who debated it. There were different points of view. And at this meeting determined that this was the way we were going to interpret it and it has been taught. So I am very cautious, particularly on this program, to use language like blasphemy because that is a, a term that really is saying something is wrong in the most outrageous way. When, mm -hmm. But when you have a greater understanding of that there are teachings out there and you may believe it, you may subscribe to it. It may be your truth 100%. Awesome, great. You may or may not be interested in learning the history of that which you consider truth. Awesome, great. However, to take a position that your truth is so absolute that anything that is different from that interpretation is a word like that, right? Uh -huh. Particularly when you don't understand the history of that which you consider truth, I think is dangerous. Mm. Um, so this is why here at the NIA Center, we say we will acknowledge point of views even if we don't agree. And so that means we don't cast aspersions on different interpretations, perspectives, or points of view. Uh, particularly when those who speak as authorities of absolute truth, when you unpack it, you see that that's their, that authority actually is not real. It's just something that's been passed down year, year after year, spoken from a position of authority, and people take it as so. That doesn't make it true just because I said it was. Well, that's how most churches are. Well, most is a is a is a is a is a strong word. That's how the churches that maybe that you're you've experienced are, right? And um, you know, so that's what I'll say about that. <laughs> yeah. Because uh... it's a it's a it's the same more is a is 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 an opportunity to understand the history and theology behind the teachings that are taught in the everyday church. And, and the people who are speaking in the everyday church, you know, that are doing good and helping people to find inspiration in spaces and places that they can't find it otherwise and create community and loving relationships, which are all good. Um, but what they might be speaking of, just as I do here, and I will be in a few minutes, right, is speaking an interpretation based on my lived experience and the intellectual knowledge that I have, which is all any human can do. And so those people standing in, you use the church reference, so I'll use the pulpit reference, right? 
Um, it's whether or not you want to inquire on where did that learning come from? Was it passed down to them from the minister that they got it from before them, which was passed down from the minister who got it from them before them? And so does that make it so? And again, we've talked about here before since, you know, it seemed that my short explanation wasn't really hitting the note. I'll go into a more deeper one. You'll say, well, it's in the Bible. Well, whose Bible? Bibles are written by humans. Um, the Bible, unlike, say, the Quran, which is um, said even in its tradition to be the direct word of God, the Bible doesn't even pretend to be the direct word of God. It is others interpretate, interpreting the word inspired of God. Inspired by God, right. Okay. That's what they say is inspired by God. Who's they? This, this is they, them, they. What, what you heard when you grow up, when you grew up in the church community that you, you came in said inspired by. So, you know, the reality written by, right? Um, the Bible written by um, humans, right? And particularly even the gospels, which were written hundreds of years after Jesus died. That's just factual, right? And so even, and I've said this before, and so it started out as an oral tradition because there was no writing, right? An oral tradition that was passed along. And that was in a time when oral traditions, because they dominated, I would say, hold a lot more stock. You can't associate oral traditions and things being passed along to what we call telephone today, right? Telephone today, by the time you get to the third person, you like, the thing has got so distorted, right? <laughs> On a gang you know, telephone, yeah. Right. So I'm not associating our interpretation of oral trans transmissions today. But they, that was the art, though, back in that day before well, we maybe went. Maybe you missed what I just said. That's that's what I just said. That's actually what I just said. I said that you cannot associate today's telephone with the passing of oral traditions back then because that was a way of life and people understood and remembered things. So I, I am not disputing the oral traditions were passed. But that's how the Quran was passed. Was passed along right yes but it is not apples to apples of how it was passed along in terms of the the there were for the quran there were very specific technical say quran again how do you say it how you say it just well, say it again i just want to hear you i love right. you quran i don't i don't i don't pretend to speak with an authoritative arabic accent um <laughs> Anyways, um, that, on fire on here. right? Jesus, that many, Jesus many, Christ many hundreds of years later, it was it was written. There are portions of written um, articulations of the life of Jesus that have been omitted from Bibles, right? That were choices. There were choices about what Some went books. in and what went out, yeah. right? And then there's translation. And from someone who's just spent three months. Um, doing French translation. I can tell you from my own personal experience and anyone who's ever tried to translate, there's no such thing as a perfect translation and you're always making um, determinations based on your language of what you think something means in another language. So the fact that the Bible has been translated in many languages that were not its original languages means that the words that you take at face value of meaning what they mean is a big leap in some instances. So even to say, well, I read the Bible 
and it said this is not a complete statement. Mm, because how did that word that is being used in that quote unquote sentence, how did that word get selected and 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 who decided it? And based well, on the translators inspired by God. What? <laughs> so all that to say, and again, I don't I don't say that to negate any religious experience, any type of community, but I do take that to say that anytime someone is speaking in absolutes about what is, mm -hmm. that that should be regarded with critical thinking, which is why we don't use terms like blasphemy because it doesn't take any of that into account. Well, I, I was using it for example for the conversation. I, I don't mean you, Mark Christmas. No, I'm just saying when I said I did say that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so long way of saying when we're talking about Christ, because we are going to continue to talk about Christ um, in this talk today. Um, thank you, Elry, for all of your contributions, mm -hmm. and Jill Nojack and KG Dean. So. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that, you know, this is a wonderful, wonderful way to set up what I do want to talk about. I do know the time, but we got a little bit of a late start today. We had some technical difficulties. Um, I think that this conversation that we're about to have is meaningful and will be another thing that hopefully will arouse some intellectual curiosity, um, not asking you to agree um, just to hear a point of view and, and, and looking to engage a conversation and give you something to think about um, over the next month as you move through your December and into your early 2023. So with that, um, what are you celebrating? Happy holidays. This is the phrase we will hear and say over the next few weeks. It is an expression that inclusively shares hope, love, and good wishes. Some may recall the point where universal salutations of Merry Christmas were outed as Christocentric, meaning Christian-centric, meaning assuming that everyone was Christian and thus celebrate, celebrating Christmas. When in fact, many traditions have holy days and celebrations in December. Mark raised a few of them, but I'd like to point to some particularly. There are Protestant Christian celebrations, Catholic Christian celebrations, celebrations in Buddhism, Judaism, Wicca, Pagan, Indigenous, African-American, and Zoroastrian traditions. And I am going to put a link in the chat. And for our listeners, you can find all of these links in the notes for the podcast of um, a website that just gives you a short summary of just a few traditions that are being celebrated uh, this month. So I will read them quickly um, just to give some context here. December 6th, St. Nicholas Day, Christian. December 8th, Rahatsu or Bodhi Day, Buddhist tradition. December 8th, Immaculate Conception, Catholic tradition. December 12th, Feast Day of Our Lady of Guadalupe, Catholic decision, uh, uh, 
tradition celebrated by Mexicans and Americans of Mexican descent. And it honors the reported appearance of the Virgin Mary in Mexico City. Uh, Posadas Navidenas, which is Christian, but this is primarily um, a Hispanic Christian holiday that commends Mary and Joseph's journey to Bethlehem. Then there's Hanukkah for Judaism. This is the eight-day Jewish festival of lights. It celebrates the Maccabean revolt in Egypt. Then December 21st, there's the winter solstice, the Wicca neo-pagan, some call it. The solstice, Mark talks about the solstice quite a bit. You know, it's not, it's also spiritual tradition, indigenous tradition, um, those lovers of the earth. Uh, this is the point in the year when the earth is most inclined away from the sun the most Southern or Northern point, depending on its emphasis, uh, hemisphere. December 25th, the Christian holiday of Christmas. And then December 26th, Zorathust Diso, the death of prophet Zoroth Zoroastra. Zoroastra. <laughs> I know I'm mispronouncing that, but it's a Zoroastrian uh, tradition. Um, so Zoroastrians, unlike the Christians who are um, honoring um, the birth of Jesus, Zoroastrians honor the death of their prophet, um, Zoroastra, who founded uh, the tradition. And this is one of the world's oldest monotheistic religions, definitely predates Christianity. Um, the 28th, Holy Innocent Day, another Christian tradition where Christians honor the deaths of children king by King Herod, killed by King Herod. Um, December 30th, the Feast of the Holy Family, a Catholic tradition, and the 31st Watch Night Christian tradition. So these are just a few of other things that are being celebrated um, this month. So I would say, yes, it is appropriate to say happy holidays or holy days uh, because people are honoring many different spiritual events, people, and values this holy season, including one less mentioned and yet engaged by millions, if not billions, the tradition of capitalism. As one who studies the conception of religion and what it means to be religious, I know there has been extensive study and written scholarship on the history of the term religion, why it was created. Yes, the term religion was created. When, by whom, for what purposes, and whether it should still be used. What traditions are considered a religion and what is something else? That's something else being secular, savage, spiritual, cultural, or ethics and values. It's political and wrought with power dynamics and oppressive agendas. Traditions that believe in one God are considered religions, whereas polytheistic, non-theistic, African-based, and other indigenous traditions are not considered world religions by many. Instead, they get these phrases. We just talked about these aspersive phrases, savage, pagan, cultural, something different from true religion. So what does all this that I'm talking about have to do with the holy season? 
if we understand being religious as someone's worldview, the ground of how you center and organize your life, what you believe in most, what guides your daily practices and decisions. Religious being religious, meaning what's your ultimate reality? What's your ultimate concern? Or how you orient yourself to the world? If we look at it that way, then what is considered a religion or religious expands. It's more than the short list of traditions you might call world religions. Judaism, Christianity, Islam, and then maybe Hinduism and Buddhism. Much more than that. If we look at this expansive understanding of what it means to be religious, then it absolutely includes capitalism. There it is. The religious tradition not frequently named, yet millions, if not billions, practice it. Capitalism is a way of life, an organizing principle, an ultimate concern that requires specific beliefs and practices. I ask this holy season, what are you celebrating? Love or retail sales? Are you honoring ritual and contemplative practices that support your well-being and more prosperous relationships? Or are you creating debt? Are you more focused on what others think, how something will look, or how you feel, and how you bring joy to all spaces? Now, don't get me wrong. I absolutely do not believe this phrase, money is the root of all evil. No, no, no. I believe money is my own natural energy yield. Money as an acronym, my own natural energy yield. However, money is not my source. It is a manifestation that comes to me abundantly through my awareness, understanding, and knowledge of my being, which is both physical and non-physical. It's a manifestation of my understanding, my awareness, my knowledge that I am a birth expression of God, which is my only source and supply. What am I saying? I'm saying continue to ask yourself this holy season, what am I celebrating? As you're making choices and potentially purchases, not that you don't make them, but what's behind the purchase? What are you celebrating? What is your intention? What values are you upholding? And what do you expect to result from your actions and words? As we affirmed earlier, I celebrate Christ consciousness, Christ consciousness, which is my awareness of my oneness with God within. This holy season, I stay grounded in the presence of God and radiate love through my intentions, words, and actions. Are you grounding yourself in Christ consciousness or capitalism? Capitalism will have you spending money you don't have. Believing that the bigger and better the material gift, the more you will be perceived as worthy, good, loving 
thereby assuring you love, respect, admiration, and gratitude in return. Christ consciousness, on the other hand, lets you know that you are already loved and loved unconditionally as one with source. Thus, you are already worthy. You are whole, not broken, as some would try to tell you, and good. You don't have to earn it through gifts. No, on the contrary, you embody it by remembering who you are, Christ consciousness. Now, giving gifts as a material expression of what one feels for others, Reverend Celeste talked about this, is honorable when it is done knowing who your true source is. Material giving and receiving then becomes a beautiful symbol of appreciation. Giving and receiving as a symbol of appreciation. If you give this season, give as a, as a gesture of appreciation. If you receive this season, receive knowing that you are being shown love and appreciation. Love and appreciation for the gift you are in and to the world. I say that the best gift, however, is how we show up daily through our intentions, thoughts, words, and actions toward ourselves and others. This is what I am celebrating this season. Source energy, God's lavish abundance that is showing up in my life in so many ways. Through the loving relationships I am blessed with, through the health I experience, through the financial freedom that is mine, the intellectual journeys I get to take, the land and the nature that supports and surrounds me, and gratitude for my awareness of my divine nature that knows no death, only change. This is what I am celebrating. Thanks be to God. Oh, and happy holidays. Awesome, happy holly, holy days, happy holy days. <laughs> uh, you know, I was listening, thank you for that, that well, well-delivered uh, talk now. Uh, if those that are listening, if you're in the chat, you know, we love to hear your thoughts or questions or perspective. Um, you know, you talked about giving gifts as a in capitalism. Um, so I was thinking, I was like, so many kids have probably never heard or, or won't hear this. Uh, and that's that's where you, you start associating the value of who you are with the gifts that you receive, right? So I was thinking some would say, well, if we don't get any gifts, that just means we're broke. You say you're not broken, but it means we're broke. We, we don't have financial resources. That's why I didn't get uh, many gifts or all the gifts that I thought I should get. Um, um, you know, I was having a conversation with a, with a co-worker who has a newborn baby, you know, a couple months ago. And I was like, well, what are you going to do for the for the first Christmas? I was like, well, I'll offer this to you, but, you know, you probably won't take it. But I was like, you know, at that age, they don't really know what Christmas is. They don't, 
they're just excited to open boxes or tear up paper, right? You could just really just give her a bunch of boxes with paper, stuff with paper. She won't know. But a lot of parents are like, no, no, my kid will think I don't love him if I don't give him gifts. And, um, and so we reinforce this really at an early, early age in terms of your value associated with the gifts you receive. Um, and I don't know. I mean, Christmas was always a special holiday for me in my house. Uh, and I was growing up, my mother would always had a couple of friends in the neighborhood and she would give gifts. She would you know, like maybe take a uh, the, the rolling paper, the, the tube of the rolling paper, wrap that up and put some like long johns or socks or stuff that I would give it to my different. And I think they really appreciate it. I don't know what their Christmas was like in their house, uh, but it was always a joy to take it, take that stuff to them and give it. Uh, so we always was thinking of others in the gifts uh, that were being given uh, and always had something for somebody who may not receive gifts. Right. Um, so I don't know. It, it, I, I have conflicts. You know, Christmas used to be my favorite. Now Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday or holy day because you don't have the distraction. I feel like the gifts become a distraction. Like, did you got to worry about Did you get did they, did they like what you gave them? You know, he talked about the spirit of receiving. Uh, did they like what you gave them? Did you give them the right thing? Is it, is it the right size? Is it the right fragrance? Is it the right color? Is it the right style? I mean, so many different things. Um, <laughs> this is Tanya. She's, like, she's she felt the same way about the thousand dollar B day we have. My yeah, he cried the entire time. Right, he does it all right. Yes, and it's um, it. it it's something that, that that I that I don't know how we can teach the kids because those that come from more means get a lot of stuff, right? And that's what they quit and talk about. But what you generally the first question you get even from relatives is what'd you get for Christmas, right? I still uh, I still ask my daughter that from that. What'd you get for Christmas? Um, um, so I don't know how we change that, May, but I think that's interesting. Uh, versus do we celebrate the love and you know, a, a bunch of food and love with no presents under the tree with people. Some people, some would say that doesn't make for a good Christmas. Yeah. And here we are back to the, um, you know, the secret of life, you know, the both and the yes and. I, I hope uh, folks are hearing from my talk. I, I am not against or or at all suggesting that people not um, if give gifts that that is not. No, I don't take that. I wasn't saying yeah. that. Yeah. Um, it is just what is the spirit behind it and and really having being. Yeah, because capitalism is so pervasive. That's why I, it is it is important um, to frame it that it is, you know, takes on the form of an institutional religion in terms of capitalism. Right. We must do these things because of um, money. It's not that money is, is the root of all evil. It's the way money operates in a capitalistic society, that your whole existence depends on your job and working and your worth is deemed by how much you accumulate um, and in the system of, you know, how capitalism works of, you know, supply and demand. So, you know, the more you want it, the more I'm going to charge you for it, regardless of the mean income in society, right? And so when we think about the way the whole capitalistic system works and how it really, if you think about it, start to think about how many decisions that you make in your life that you think you're just arbitrarily making are made 
with the background of capitalism and the way it operates in society, you can see how, you know, it can easily become your God, right? Dictate, dictating how you live your life. And that has permeated so much, you know, this Christian holiday, right? That, you know, beyond we say, yes. Retailers get 70% of their annual uh, revenue during this season. I mean, right. They can so, make or break their whole year based on their this yes. happens in these two months. So. Yes. So just taking back the meaning of it for you that, yes, you can give. And I'm not saying how much you should give or shouldn't give or how much it should cost or not cost or how many or whatever. These are things for you to take into consideration. But if the gift is the point and if you're looking for the gift to create something in your life, it won't happen. It's just not the way that the world actually works right? No matter how expensive or how great it is, it's not going to create love for you, true love or appreciation for you, right? Because just in that same vein, and I know I've done it, right? Like you said, it could almost be a bunch of just empty boxes wrapped up at a certain age and stage. And I just want to unwrap and tear them up as many gifts as possible. And, and, and no, I didn't grow up getting a lot of gifts either. But no matter how many I got, I always wanted more. So it doesn't matter if giving is the only thing, How it doesn't matter how much you give. There's always going to be desire for, for more. There's never going to be enough because it's not the gift in and of itself that gives, that fills. It is the intention behind it. It is the understanding and appreciation for the receiving of it, for what it means to receive. That's what fills. That's what makes one gift or five gifts or whatever. That's what makes it enough. And so, yeah, I, I'm not suggesting that any one of us can go and change an entire worldview. That's why the question is, what are you celebrating? We always say on this broadcast, we can we only have agency over ourselves. We only have agency over ourselves. And so it all starts with us. Yeah. Right. And so no, that's, that's interesting because I, you know, I know speaking personally, I, if I don't have gifts, like if I don't have a gift for you, I'll feel bad. Like, man, I didn't get Nana a gift for Christmas. Uh, uh, or I didn't, I didn't get her what I thought, I, you know, she deserved. It's, it's the thought that goes through my head as I'm saying it, it's coming out. Um, not that you feel that way, but that's how I feel on the other side of giving, right? Um, and I, I want to go above and beyond. Um, and I, I don't know. I mean, I remember my mom as a, as a, as a kid was like, well, you know, what's the one thing you really want? She would ask me that and she'd try to make something similar to that happen. Um, it might not be a whole a bunch of stuff, but it'd be some stuff I needed under there as well, right? Um, and that's kind of how she bought gifts. So we'd go to uh, uh, area of Chicago where you could buy stuff at this kind of like, I remember one year she gave TV antennas to everybody in the family. <laughs> uh, and which, so, which I bet was very much appreciated because you needed those antennas back then. You so I say it was, it's the thought that and, counts, and they right? broke all the time. So having a new one, right? You had the tinfoil on it. So the, yeah, no, that's yeah. that's they say it's the thought. That, it's the thought that counts, right? And so, right. Um, I mean, that's what I hear you saying as well. Uh, the thinking of on the other side of it is also. What, what I think I sometimes question for myself. Yeah, and that's part of the reason and one of the primary reasons for the talk because there's so much shame and pain associated with this that only gets amplified by the debt 
that people are willing to go in for this holiday, which then is pain and shame that continues throughout the year, right? And then the pain and shame and the stress of, is this enough? And how's it going to be received? And what does it say about me? And none of that needs to be so. And none of that needs to be so. Um, and really understanding that it is the, the, the appreciation, the symbol, right, of appreciation, the love. Um, so like I said, I didn't grow up receiving a lot in terms of tangible, you know, material gifts. But, you know, we were riding in the car yesterday, you, you know, you remember Mark and a Diana Ross Christmas song came on. And all the memories of listening to Diana Ross's album every Christmas with my family. Oh, a treasure. Priceless. The love I literally felt in my body just remembering that. Mm. I don't remember the gifts. I can't tell you what I got for Christmas that year. (laughs) I don't even remember what I gave for Christmas last year. Right. Mm -hmm. But I remember the family time. We had fun. I'm looking forward to that. And so certainly it's taken me, you know, these many years to get here. Um, But, you know, like we said, with each breath, today is what matters. This moment is what matters. Right. Post pandemic. I want more Christmas blessings than gifts. Yeah. Right. Shout out Jedi. You know, so it's an offering. It's an offering of to ask yourself, what are you celebrating? And to release yourself um, from, you know, these capitalistic um, notions, beliefs and practices. You know, if you want to call something blasphemy. They're everywhere. If you want to call something blasphemy, okay? (laughs) If you want to blaspheme something. Capitalism. Point it that way. (laughs) So, you know, speaking of capitalism, I went to the barbershop yesterday. Shout out to Marco. Gave me a nice fade. Uh, He was talking about how uh, Jamal Bryant, you know, he has Eddie Long search in Atlanta now. And so he wants to get into the medical marijuana dispensary business. And he's like, well, no, he's a capitalist. And that was the conversation that that was all driven by capitalism. Um, and so um, it's, it's a powerful concept. Uh, and so I don't know. Do we not celebrate capitalism? America is America because of capitalism, right? Well, exploitation really by, of, of us. But, uh, but through the exploitation, they were able to build this capitalistic society. Um, I'm not an either or person. I'm not an either or person. And you got to keep in mind that I'm someone who, um, you know, engages in multiple spiritual or religious practices. And so with regards to capitalism, there are some things that I engage in, but I don't make it more than what it is. And there's some things that I don't engage in. Right. And so it's, it's perspective, it's choice, right? It doesn't have to be I mean, you, we can't, I mean, you can go off grid. Some do, um, not easy to do and harder to do every day. Um, so, you know, it, it's not uh, totally disengage or totally engage. There is absolutely a lot of space in the middle, but most importantly, an awareness, a conscious awareness of the choices you're making and the context with which you're making them. I'm not saying people should or shouldn't do anything. We're, I'm here to just raise some questions to hopefully just raise some intentionality, NIA, right? That's why we're the NIA Center, um, to just heighten consciousness, 
around the things we do, the things we say, the things we think, um, the things we believe, and why. Hmm. Yeah, very, very interesting uh, topic today, Naomi. Very interesting topic. Uh, what are you celebrating and, and, and why? Um, uh, the Advent, season of Advent, I think, and I read it, the definition earlier, as you said, um, and it's the, the anticipation of Christ's coming. And, and Celeste spoke to that a little bit, um, awaiting in preparation for Christ. And so uh, with the season of Advent, I think about one of my favorite things I used to do as a kid, you talked about the um, um, the Dinah Ross song was to drive around the city and look at the Christmas light decorations on the houses, right? I used to, uh, I just really loved that, uh, that experience. And um, I, I haven't, I don't, I haven't done it as much as an adult as I used to as a kid, uh, a little king back there. Um, but those things bring me joy as well. And so, uh, uh, a shout out to all the people that decorate their houses on the outside yeah. for people to drive by and see. Right, yeah. that's a giving. That's a that's yeah. a giving, and you never know how many how many lives you touch, or how many uh, hearts you fill with joy by by taking time to do that. So thank you for those that do that. Right, um, Elry, I don't even know what half of these were. Theosophical wisdom. He said he loves theosophical wisdom. I had to look that up, uh, and then. <laughs> Centered thalamus chakra love. <laughs> also, uh, Lakita, what do you say? You strive to be in your own space during the holidays. You need to season to refresh. Yeah, yeah, and that's why we're taking a break with Nia Center for uh, for for the rest of this year until February. Uh, as you really get into Sacred Space Sunday and, and giving ourselves. Uh, an opportunity to recharge or refresh. You know, I know here in, in Howard County, the kids only get a week off from school. I feel like we used to get two weeks when I was a kid. I don't know. Uh, that's Did you get two weeks name when you were a kid? Yeah, it was more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, and then we still go to school to the middle of June. So, um, um, I don't know what that says, but this, this is what it is. So, uh, oh my goodness, what is with all these big words? Appreciate your perspicacity and discernment today. <laughs> yeah, King, I'm with you on that. Well, what does that even mean? Perspicacity? What does that? What does that mean? <laughs> oh, uh, so um, yeah, Theosophy. I, I looked it up, Albert. I did look it up, but I, I saw it. Uh, there was a, a, a society back in 1875, the Theosophical Society uh, by Helena Blavatsky and Henry Steele Olcott. They founded that back in 1875. Um, and so, um, uh, yeah, so I, I think this is a, it's this season uh, of being, the reason for being, the season for giving. <laughs> Uh, the season for receiving, and if if you don't have physical gifts, don't let don't feel bad. I think that's a big takeaway. Um, even though I think that it's hard for me to, uh, hard as a choice. Um, 
it's something good to 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 remind myself of because I I do feel bad if I don't have gifts again, right? If I don't come in and have something for all the people that are going to be celebrating the holiday with me or who've. Uh, I think that's one of the reasons I got into cooking because I felt like that was a gift. You know, after I started learning how to cook some of my grandmother's recipes, I realized that that was really the biggest gift of love was the investment in cooking that taking the time to cook those meals and for it to turn out the way that it did. Uh, and so I give through through that in a sense. Speaking of, I'm looking forward to this lasagna this weekend. Oh, yeah. OK. Uh, I plus eight. Was our, go ahead, Nay. No, just very simply, right? What we talked about, the the application of the talk today would be to ask yourself, what am I celebrating as I in 22, 2022 and look forward to 2023? So uh, wherever you are in relationship to this holy season, asking yourself um, on a daily basis, what am I celebrating? What am I celebrating? I think celebrating it, it has a good, good night's rest. How's that? Mm -hmm. A good night's rest, celebrating that. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> yes. We, we got, thanks to Mama Christmas, we got new Halo watches, which I love. And um, we were, you know, shout out to Amazon our, Halo. Yeah. yeah our, our sleep score this week and mine went from poor to fair, poor, fair, poor, fair. I mean, I just hadn't been sleeping. And then today I woke up, I was like, wow. <laughs> I slept through the night and I got a good, I got a good sleep score. And I mean, wow, I mean, I am really celebrating that. So I know it's amazing how these little, these little Fitbit type watches like that. That's, that's one of the things I look forward to in the morning is saying, what was my sleep score? Right. Um, <laughs> uh, because it, it, I tell you that that's it. Mommy love. Huh? Okay. Mommy love. <laughs> Uh, every family needs to reflect on this question. Yeah, yeah, Moreno. We, I mean, I don't know if you were on earlier. We were talking about the the student at the high school that jumped out the window in Florida, um, and you know was pronounced dead, and then came back to life like several minutes later. Uh, and even you know, even though his brain, they had said his brain was dead, literally. That uh, he he knew his name, he knew the date, he knew his mother's name. Uh, so he did have some recognition of, of his life. Even though he didn't remember what happened before he jumped out the window, he doesn't have any recognition of that. But um, So it, it reminds me of these holiday movies we've been watching on Hallmark. Shout out to Hallmark. And I'm giving Hallmark because they got the black movies on there on Hallmark. They got the Mahogany this year, they, the first year Mahogany movie. We watched one, though, I got to say, I don't know if it was Hallmark. It could have been. What's the other show? Lifetime? Might have been on Lifetime. But Patty LaBelle, and that just wasn't good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Good. And the how you know the holiday movies can be cheesy. I I agree with that. But some of them are really good. I found myself getting into it. Like we started crying at the end of one yesterday morning. We were watching and like, wow, the uh, little girl ended up identifying uh, her father, a long lost father, and gave him a gift for them. Her, him and her as a as a baby. And so uh, I don't have any stories like that. I mean, I love. Uh, holiday movies, but I think Miracle on 34th Street used to be my favorite as a kid. I would sit up and watch that. What's the one your brother likes to watch, Nate? Uh, you know, it's the one with the little boy putting his tongue. I know, but the what's the name of the movie? I don't watch that movie all the time, so I don't know the name of it. <laughs> the tiny city, all cheesy. It, it is, and and you and they get you every time. At least they get me every time. I already know, you know, they're going to fall in love. <laughs> 
But they're going to break up. They're going to break up before they, you know, they're going to fall in love. Then they're going to break up, but then they're going to get back together. It's going to be the best Christmas ever. And you know, there's going to be a Christmas miracle. Still, I get sucked in. I do too. And I, I, I don't know how I feel about saying that as a black male, but I, I found myself this year like watching Hallmark. Uh, and I never used to. So I don't know if it's because I'm getting oh, thank older. Thank you, Lakita. Lakita gave us the name. Of <laughs> a Christmas story. story. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Lakita. <laughs> yes. Of course, the doctor knows. The doctor knows. <laughs> uh, Facebook Hughes, I just wish people happy whatever you celebrate this time of year. Celebrate God within. That's kind of what the talk was about, Facebook Hughes. Um, oh, last holiday is a good one. Okay. Yeah. I don't think I don't know if I've seen that one. Queen Latifah has grown on me as an actor. You know, she's she was so harsh and brusque. Uh, but I think she had to give her give her credit give credit where credit is due. She's she's developed an awesome career. Right? She's developed an awesome career uh, and has, has had a big impact on not only uh, urban society through hip hop, uh, but even outside. Of it. I mean, she got that show The Equalizer that's on. Think CBS or whatever it is. Uh, she's come a long, long way. Her, her um, co contributions are expansive. She also, um, uh, my understanding is, is in the process of building. If it's not already started, a subdivision in Newark. Um, so in real estate development um, for hmm. you know low income people. So yeah, she she is literally. Um, Contributing in so many, so many different ways to society. So yeah, put no money where her mouth is. The queen, shout out to the queen. Right, <laughs> right, right. Um, So yes, I'm feeling the love. Hopefully, you all are feeling the love because we're sending it your way. You know, and so much to celebrate, so much to celebrate. And so let let the season not be stressful. Let this season not create shame. Let the season not create um, obligations and responsibilities that will make you feel unwell or bring you anything but joy in the new year. If if the choice will not bring you pure joy, don't make it. Don't make it. Yeah, as like in the reading, it says, uh, as a child of God, I have everything my creator has. I will bring my attention to the riches of spirit, love, beauty, peace, wisdom, creativity, compassion, joy, and freedom. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think that that is a great opportunity to take us into the prayer. Please keep in mind as we go on this moment uh, of pause in January to recalibrate, uh, recalibrate, restore, recharge. Uh, uh, Dr. Lakita said, what did she say? She, she, she takes this time to recharge. Yeah. Uh, we're definitely going to do that again. So reminder, we'll be back on February 5th, but you can stay connected with us. Um, through all of our social platforms. Um, you can follow us uh, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Instagram. Um, you can listen to old episodes on our podcast, Nia Center, Engage, Educate, Empower. All of our episodes are on YouTube, going back um, for the last couple of years. So um, three years, three years worth <laughs> celebrating three years. So um, stay connected, stay uplifted and reach out to us in the meantime, in between time um, for any support that you may need or desire. Uh, with that, Mark, uh, I pass the mic to you. Yes. Thank you for all the, the wishings, well wishes. Uh, Keisha Dane Moreno, uh, have a happy holiday season to you as well. You and yours. 
Lord, thank you for this opportunity for Sacred Space Sunday. Thank you for this conversation on what we're celebrating, uh, for the celebration of life. And for those who uh, have loved ones that are no longer physically present, we ask that you send them comfort and joy uh, this season, right? A spirit of knowing that they are loved and thought of um, and, and watched over, right? That their angels are watching and, and are present with them just in a different form than maybe uh, they may have uh, awareness of. Uh, thank you for um, uh, these these couple of weeks until the celebration of what we call Christmas here in uh, America and the other holiday seasons as we get into Hanukkah and Kwanzaa and the other ones that now are listening to talk. Thank you for all of the celebrations of giving and celebrations of receiving and celebrations of of love, right? And more importantly, Lord, the gift of love. Let that really rest, rule, and abide with us during this season. Those that are traveling to see loved ones, give them safe travels, protect their goings and their comings. Bless all of the food that will be uh, consumed over this season. Uh, let it be a nourishment to their body. Uh, let those that overindulge, Lord, give them repass and, and um, um, even as they replenish, uh, let that, that digestion uh, uh, be uh, in place, Lord, and, 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 and let them be restored. Of uh, those that want to recharge by taking time away from work, uh, let them have a, a restful and refreshing season of rest. Um, thank you for uh, all those prayer requests. Those that may be sad or feel lonely during the season, we thank you for your angels and sending those blessings and uh, to encourage them and let them know that they are loved because you are loved and that you love them and that we care about them and, we, and that uh, their well-being is, is, is important and top of mind. Um, thank you for uh, the loved ones we won't see, we won't be with in person and blessing them. Uh, over these seasons and keeping them safe from harm and, and illness uh, or any accidents or anything that would come to interrupt their their wholeness, their whole physical, mental, uh, spiritual well-being. We thank you for we knowing that all things work together for the good for those that love God. And Lord, and as lovers of you, knowing that you love us, that all things work out for us always. Thank you for the new journeys that we'll be taking as we get into 2023 or wrapping up the end of 2022, uh, the new incursions, new jobs, new opportunities to learn and to grow and to contribute. Um, and for all of those many things we say, thank you. And so it is. Amen. Amen. Ashe. Namaste. And so it is. And what did your friend tell us? A woman too. A woman. And a woman. Yes. <laughs> we appreciate you, Nia Center family. We appreciate yeah. all of you who support us and send us love throughout the year. We wish you all the blessings of oneness, love, and joy to you, yours, and yours, and yours, and yours as you wrap 2022. And may we all be blessed and enter 2023 um, with expanded vision and more wisdom. Speaking of expanding the vision, love donations are, are we see Zell. You can do it at Nia Center, Nia Center at gmail.com. Or cash app dollar sign Neosin. Uh, those are two places where you can make donations if you feel you're being spiritually fed through this broadcast uh, today or even over some period over time, right? We appreciate your 
uh, helping us to expand the vision with the Nia Center as we move into 2023. That's the next time we'll see you, right? That's right. And thank you, Dr. Lakita, for the resub on uh, Twitch. Very oh, much yeah, appreciated. And uh, shout out to all of those who have uh, subscribed and continue to resubscribe to us on Twitch. Um, that is a great way to help us expand the mission. So you are appreciated too. Yep. Enjoy, enjoy. Happy holy days. Happy holy days. Bye bye. <laughs>